Oh, Holden, why do you have to slap me? Oh, yeah. Ugh. Ow. That's what you get for not writing the notes and uploading the podcast a week late almost. It was not a full week late. It was close. It, it was like several days. I was getting texts up the wazoo. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I actually I'm really not sorry at all. <laughs> I don't know you anything, listeners. Yeah, okay. Jimmy doesn't mean that. He loves you very much, guys. I don't. Especially you. You know who you are. I don't like you. Just yeah. kidding. I like Scott you. Scott Sutter. But the other person don't like that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of That One Movie Podcast, also known as Tomp, the weekly show where we discuss movies, games, and TV shows in addition to kind of whatever. Mainly, we just shout about nonsense and our microphones. I'm your host, Holden Sutter, joined by my co-host, Jimmy Uthie. I'm here. I'll probably upload this one five days late. Too. Jesus Christ. You better not. We've got a great episode for you this week featuring our reviews of, we're doing several, we're going to do Parasite and our first ever game reviews of Jedi Fallen Order and Control. So yeah. That one movie podcast. First, we have the Toms. A few of them, huh? Toms is a rapid-fire game where we rate the news of the week in the world of entertainment on a scale of three famous Toms, Brokaw, Bombadil, and Bergeron. Brokaw being the highest, Bombadil the lowest, and Bergeron somewhere in between. Hey, Jimmy, let's get to it. I want to clarify here why the episode came out five days Okay, late. okay, Jimmy. <laughs> We're past this bit already. Monday we'll through Thursday, this is what happened. A, I'm student teaching. B, I have banned, so it's literally like 7.30... A.M. to 6.30 P.M. Sure. Two days of the week, 7.30 to 5.30, another day of the week. Okay. And um, my girlfriend is leaving for Peru for the semester. She left that Friday during the day. So I was trying to spend, like, as much time with her as I could. And that was still only, like, an hour or two for those days. And I also had the lesson plan, Holden... And stay up late. I stayed up late a couple of the nights, and I'm like, I'm not staying up extra late to edit uh. this podcast. When I did suggest before the winter break that uh, another host on this podcast should list, should learn how to edit, and he's yeah, and this so-called other host who I will not name. <laughs> Was like, oh no, let's, uh, let's just do that later. Yeah, well, you know what, Jimmy? Boo hoo! My girlfriend's gonna be gone for a semester. I'm not gonna see her. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I get it, Jimmy. It's all right. I forgive you. All right, get on to the news. <laughs> I right. almost made an insensitive joke, so just get on to <laughs> the news. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, okay, so first off, we have some sad news. This is breaking news for today. Um, but Kobe Bryant uh, died in a helicopter crash, uh, age 41, uh, famous basketball player. You've probably heard the name before. Uh, he was, uh, from what I understand, he was flying to a game with his daughter, uh, and the crash had no survivors, which means his daughter died as well. Which is, yeah, this very is sad. very tragic. Um, I mean, the fact that you know who Kobe Bryant is, Holden, mm -hmm. is a testament to 
his <laughs> popularity and fame and it's it's worldwide yeah like, he is he's one of the most famous people in the world i mean this is like shocking i i, I was talking to you about it earlier it's just like i the only other comparable thing i can think of in our lifetimes is the death of michael jackson mm-hmm. which um i remember kind of where i was at when that happened and i'm definitely going to remember where i was at when th- i found out this news sure um but yeah and just finding well a finding out that he died and then a couple hours later finding out that his 13 year old daughter died is just tragic and i think they were going to one of her traveling basketball games and i think there was at least another kid on board mm-hmm. with another parent. I don't. I don't know who the other four, five people are. I don't either. Because it started with five deaths. I think it's nine. It's nine now. Last I checked. Which is just yeah. This is it. Just one of those shocking things that mm-hmm. I just like. It does. It does not feel real. Yeah. It does not feel real at all. I mean, I was like, I was going about my day, and then I, one of my friends just messaged it to a group chat. And at first, I thought he was just making like a dark joke or something, but nah. Then I looked it up and. Very surprising, very unexpected. Yeah, just like I, I don't like I don't know what to say. Like mm-hmm. it's just still like processing it, and sure. it just kind of makes you think that you know life is really precious on you. Yeah, it can really turn upside down really fast. Mm-hmm. So obviously, like best wishes and prayers to his uh, family surviving him, mm-hmm. and every all his friends the people who knew him um and the people affected by him i mean he inspired a whole generation of basketball players Mm -hmm. yeah and basketball fans that Mm -hmm. like i mean he's one of the greatest basketball players of all time one of the greatest athletes of all time and Mm -hmm. for him to just uh die at such a young age is yeah just crazy and a, a tragedy yeah and you even mentioned earlier that he also just won an Oscar recently. Yeah, he for won a short film. Yeah, uh, for the love of basketball, something about love and basketball. Yeah, I can't remember. Can't remember the name. I think it was 2018. Yeah, Academy Award winning uh, film. It's animated. I think. I think so. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I yeah. remember when it happened. But yeah, a couple of years ago. Um. So, yeah, obviously a major bombadil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bombadil. Uh, anyway, uh, but into some I well, this is not good news, but significantly better. I uh, but the Uncharted movie got pushed back three months, mm. which is not a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> when is it gonna get canceled? Yeah, right. So I mean, it up until this week, um, it was still slated for release in December, and it had all these directorial changes. Um, but now it's going to be released supposedly in March 2021. And that's not as long of a delay as I thought it was going to be. But also, I still think it's just going to get canceled. Okay. <laughs> I think we, this movie is not going to come out. Then. No. It's not going to happen. That Well, if it comes out, it will not come out March 2021. No. We, we we talk about this movie a lot on the podcast. It's I'm just kind of, a meme at this point. Yeah, I'm really excited for if it eventually comes out and we're just... <laughs> and it's just going to be bad. Or well, okay. That's the thing is, I mean, at least Naughty Dog used to be very stringent about a movie um, adaptation. And yeah. they're like, if the script does not meet their high... Uh, 
requirements or their high standards, they will not let it be made. Sure. That's the way, at least, it was for The Last of Us mm-hmm. and why that that movie adaptation ultimately fell through. So I would imagine it's the same for this unless they're just, like, want more money for whatever reason. I yeah. mean, every they probably want more money, but, like, if they're willing to sacrifice quality for yeah, more money. Yeah, artistic integrity. Tom Holland's going to be, like, Harrison Ford <laughs> his age by the time this oh movie gets God, made. He really is. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a, a, a Bombadil, I guess. It's a Bombadil. This movie's never coming no, out. It's they, oh, not. it's not. I mean, it's not coming out March 2021. No, it's not. I would bet money on that. All right. Well, maybe we'll, maybe One we'll arrange dollar. a bet. Hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Okay. <laughs> uh, so for next, this is something that I thought was already confirmed, but everywhere was saying this was new. But Captain Marvel, a sequel has been officially confirmed to be coming out in 2022. Uh, The movie is supposedly going to be set in the modern day, and the original directors are not returning. I don't remember who the original directors are. Um, That's not surprising at all. No, it made a lot of money. People liked it. We thought it was okay. I like to bring back uh, Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, yeah. I I thought he was good in it. Um, I think... Having new directors is probably good. I think so. I That's my problem of, with that movie was more the writing mm-hmm. than anything else. Yeah, and so how if, they wrote Captain Marvel, yeah. I thought was a little inconsistent. Yeah, and didn't play into Brie Larson's strengths as an actress. And I feel like also if the directors had maybe given her a little more direction, <laughs> it, it probably would have even been better. So I'm hoping this means it'll be better. You want the directors to give direction? Yeah, believe it or not, I want them to do their job. (laughs) I think you're asking a little too much, okay? Yeah, Uh, so I'll give this a Bergeron. It's a Bergeron, it's obvious. They want to make another billion dollars. Yeah. Who doesn't? I do. Naughty Dog, apparently. Yeah. God. (laughs) Um, So uh, there's a live-action Pinocchio happening, Jimmy. And I didn't know that he's going to be a real boy. (laughs) He will. Unless he's Um, just all CGI. Well, so... It's going to be directed and written by Robert Zemeckis. Oh, why don't we just flip a coin right now? <laughs> see what it, <laughs> see where it ends up. Um, so the last movie he made was also about dolls. Yeah, well, about Welcome to Marwin well, with Steve Carell. Yeah, Carell, which, which is apparently awful. we should review that movie sometime. Maybe sometime we will. It's <laughs> apparently just terrible. But I mean, you also know him from uh, directing like Back to the Future way back in the day, which is. Maybe my favorite movie, depending on the day. Yeah. So, I mean, he's done good stuff. It's just <laughs> maybe not recently. Gump. Yeah, and, and Forrest Gump. Um, it originally was going to be directed by 1917 and Skyfall director Sam Mendes, but now it's not, I guess. So that's what I got on that. Pinocchio. I haven't seen it in a long time. I'm probably not sure since I've I was ever like, seen I've the original I've seen Pinocchio. it, but I was probably five years old. Oh, okay. Um... I'll give it a Bergeron. Bird, yeah, Bergeron. I don't care. Whatever. If I, gave it broke, it was if I gave it a Broca, my nose would grow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of Pinocchio humor. Um, we got a little bit kind of related news here as well. Uh, it's announced this week we're getting a live action Bambi. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to Lion King it? Yeah, I guess. And we're just going to have to live through Bambi's mom's death in live action. I'm going to give this a, a Bambi dill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
All right. Oh dear, was that a bad joke? Huh? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm gonna, I'm, it a, I'm gonna give it a bombadil so we can I'm, get out of I'm this bit. We're for leaving. More no, puns here, no, boy. we're moving on, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, oh, buck. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I'm out of deer puns. <laughs> we gotta bleep that one out, Jimmy. <laughs> um, I'm, th- our, I'm trying to think of something with antlers, but I'm out. No, we're, in, we're moving on. <laughs> uh, the next bit of news. This I thought. I don't think we Did talked about. Did you rate it? I give it a bombadil. You mean a Bambi dill? <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> My God. Uh, the next one I thought came out. The week before, like it would have come out last week, but I guess maybe it didn't because I don't remember talking about it. But uh, Billie Eilish is going to write and perform the new James Bond theme. Yeah, I did hear this for uh, No Time to Die. Mm. So previously, we've gotten such hits as Skyfall by Adele, which is a great song. Which one's that in? (laughs) (laughs) I think it's in Quantum of Solace, Jimmy. Oh, okay. Um, and then we also I was got thinking like Casino Liver- Royale, but I'm glad oh, okay. you clarified yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's me. a sequel. Um, we got, and then also like Liver Let Die by Paul McCartney. So you got like some good ones, but there's also a lot of ones that no one remembers. What about his liver? What? Shut <laughs> up, Liver Let Die. Oh my God, shut up. I'm on a roll today. Anyway, um, the the honor roll because I do well academically. The Spectre song was kind. It was pretty bad. Do you remember that one? Or do you at least everything l- about that movie is terrible? Yeah, and. Was that Sam Smith who wrote that one? I can't remember. It, it wasn't good. And I remember when it came out before the movie came out, I was like, wow, this is a bad theme. But uh, Billie Eilish, she's popular, so of course they got her to write it and to do it. It's probably be all right. Do you have any opinions on Billie Eilish, Jimmy? Um, Nope. Yeah, she wrote that song, Bad Guy. Bad Guy? Is James Bond going to be a bad guy? Uh, probably not. Probably not. Probably just going to be an old guy. Uh, I'm going to give for it... A, for like the fifth movie in a row. I'll give it a... Bergeron. I couldn't think of the word. Bergeron? Sure. Tom Bergeron. Yeah. I'll yep. give it a Bergeron, I think. What about you? That's what I'm giving it. Right. Tom Bergeron. Cool. Um, this was this was one of the weird things that came out this week. This better um, be a Brokaw, Holden. I'm starving for a Brokaw. I think, well, I don't know about you. I think I'm going to give this one a Brokaw. So Mean Girls the Musical is being made into a movie. I didn't know there was a musical yeah, version of Yeah, it's a Broadway musical, and I think it might I be Tony I have not Wayne. seen Mean Girls. You've never seen Mean I've Girls? I've seen probably three minutes of Mean Girls. Okay. I really like Mean Girls the movie. I think it's really funny, and it's very just... It's very early 2000s, but it's it's funny, and uh, Tina Fey wrote it, so what? I think they should make a, make a sequel called Average Women. What? That's not even a joke. Mean girls. They grow up to become average women. No. That's cricket connect, chirps, all right? Connect the dots, Holden. I don't get it. I don't know. Mean means average oh in math. Oh, my God. Average women. That's what they grow up to be. So let me do the joke. I almost over again. wish. I you almost know what they say about mean girls, Holden? They grow up to be average women. I almost wish that you hadn't explained it, and it was just not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like well, talk. I explained it to you, Holden. The listeners obviously got it because they're highly intelligent. Yeah, because the word "mean" can mean average when talking about mathematics. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. But anyway, so you uh, got the, there. The it took a while. <laughs> the movie's good. You're like the, the music- Uncharted movie. Just. Delayed it a few times, oh got through a couple directors, <laughs> but then you, you finally got there. 
but the Uncharted movie won't be made. Yeah, lot, it'll come out when the Flash movie comes out, huh? <laughs> sure will. <laughs> um, but yeah, the uh, the Mean Girls movie, good. I uh, really like it. And then the musical, I've heard the soundtrack. It sounds pretty good, I guess. Uh, but Tina Fey's coming back to write and produce this one. So I'm going to give this one a Brokaw. Sure, Brokaw. Hold yeah, there we go. There's your Brokaw you've been starving for. Uh, this, one's, this one's also weird. There's a Mega Man movie being made? It's hmm. apparently been in the works for a while. Hmm. What? <laughs> Omega? I, it's been at Fox, but I guess that would mean it's at Disney now. Uh, this They just hired a script writer, uh, Matt Tomlin, who is currently writing The Batman. And the only prior uh, credits he has are several short films. So I guess we'll have to see how he does on The Batman. Um, is Matt Reeves not writing The Batman? He's only directing it? I think he's just directing it. Hmm. Shows what I know. <laughs> I mean, based on what this news says, that's what I would gather. What do you think of a Mega Man movie, the, the famous video game character? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. When you first said Mega Man, I thought of Mega Mind. Oh. <laughs> that one movie that's I don't think <laughs> is very God good. we don't but need Mega Mind live action <laughs> remake. <laughs> but my girlfriend Emily really likes it, so she wants likes to watch Mega, Man? Mega Mind oh, okay. with Will Ferrell. Sure. Um, but... Mega Man. I really have no. I don't know Mega Man really mm-hmm. at all. I know what he looks like and who yeah. he is, but I, I, I don't know if this would be any good or if it would not be any good. I. It seems like a weird thing to try to adapt into a movie because I watched the or I, I played through like the old NES ones my freshman year of college, and I really like them. I, th- I mean, I think they're solid platforming. They're really tough, um, but I don't really know how you'd make a movie out of it. I don't know. We'll see. Whatever. Um, Brokaw, I guess. No, Bergeron. I'll give it a Bergeron. What about you? Bergeron. All right. All right. Uh, the, so our last bit of news then is uh, Jim Gordon. Well, speaking, uh, we can transition into it. Uh, transition into it because we were just talking about the Batman. But um, Jim Gordon. That was ma- a great transition. Yeah, right? <laughs> I like how you said we can transition to it now because we talked about the Batman like yeah 40 seconds ago <laughs> um but jim gordon may not be the commissioner in the new batman movie wasn't the commissioner in the uh until the middle of the dark night yeah i and that's why I, I thought about too but apparently another character that was just cast is listed as commissioner pete savage so that would imply commissioner that jim- adam savage mythbuster yeah. extraordinaire i hope they hire him <laughs> we love adam savage we love Adam Savage here at Lat One Movie Podcast. I think that his hiring would be quite plausible, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, busted. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just uh, kind of wrote that down because I thought maybe you'd find it interesting. But it's interesting it. because in like the Arkham games or and in other uh, adaptations, it's Commissioner Loeb. Mm-hmm. Is that he might even be in Batman Begins? Sure. Um, and I think usually he's corrupt. Yeah. Um, so I, if it's a different character, it'd be interesting. I guess maybe this character is not corrupt and he dies and then Jim Gordon becomes the commissioner Mm -hmm. as like, and maybe this is like his mentor. Yeah. So it's interesting that they didn't do commissioner Loeb. I think it's commissioner Loeb. Yeah. Just interesting. That's what I'm going to say about that. I'll give it, this is another Bergeron for me. It's just kind of a Bergeron kind of week. Just kind of a Bergeron week. Yeah. All right. I blame you. You did the notes. Hey, there was, I, there was nothing better. 
Uh-huh. That's just your journalism negative bias. Yeah. That's it's right. just the media <laughs> manipulating sure is. everything. Pushing uh, your agenda, Holden. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's it for Tom's. I guess we'll move on to... That's it for Tom's. No more Tom's ever. Holden. Yeah, we're done. Holden. Jedi Fallen Order Tom. review. Let's do that. Sure. Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, and I played this game like a month ago. Yeah. And so did I two, did too. I played this game like two months ago. ago. Yeah. The I'm asking Cal, you to just try to remember what his you name remember. is Cal. Yeah, Cal. Cal. Does he have a last name? Cal Palpatine. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so just to clarify, Cal we're L. talking about the video game Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. This is our very first ever video game review, so bear with us while we try to cover what <laughs> Star <laughs> Wars Jedi Star Wars Jedi I've fallen and I can't get up. Yep. Life alert. Exactly. That one. Um in parentheses 2019. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. Let's just do so, spoilers, huh? Yeah. If you haven't played this game yet, Okay, maybe we'll give our ratings. Yeah. Now let's just let's give our ratings, maybe a quick thoughts, and then just get into spoilers. Okay. Right? Uh, I'm gonna give this game an eight. I'm giving it an eight. Yeah. This game's very solid. Um, gameplay wise, it's kind, it's buggy. It's yeah. pretty buggy, but it's like a lot of insects. Yeah, good one. There are. There I are mean, there insects. are a lot of there, there are, are a lot, lot of bugs of in this movie. So it's a literal joke. bugs. Um, but no, there's like a lot of glitches in this game. But like, it's not really. It doesn't really take away from the game too much. Usually, if it happens, it's more funny than anything. But I don't. It like never really, like, I guess, detracted from it. I don't know what you thought about the glitches in the game, because that was a big complaint when the game first came out. Is people thought like. Oh, it was very buggy. And I, I get, it depends on what version you play. Apparently, the Xbox One version is the worst if you play it on a baseline original version. Yeah, Xbox I think sometimes One. you just run into when it transitions into a new environment. Sometimes mm-hmm. it just freezes for a solid three seconds. And yeah. then it, which is like... There's okay. some load-in okay. and stuff that happens while you're playing. And occasionally, like, the movement's kind of weird. Um, it lacks polish. Yeah, it does. But I don't, it didn't, and I guess that's, I don't know. It didn't bother me too much. My thing is the story. I think it lives and dies with the story. And I mean the gameplay. Yeah. Um, I think the story is a little convoluted. It is. And I, it just, I don't. It, it, okay, so if you don't, here's kind of a synopsis on the story. The story is basically, um, you got Cal and he's this Jedi but he's a or he's a former Padawan who's hiding out after the after Order sixty six, you know, that thing. Um, he's hiding out after Order sixty six, and he kind of gets pulled back into this conflict between the rebellion and the Empire. And he has a very special job. Um, yeah, that's it. Yep, pretty much. And it's him like kind of coming to grips with his his place within the Force. Um, and 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 coping with things that happened in the past. Yeah, the story has its moments. Mm-hmm. I think it it hits emotionally in some places and not 
other places for yeah. me. Um, I think overall it was pretty good, though. And it was better than I expected. Yeah, it's interesting. It, Yeah, I mean, it, it fits interestingly into the canon. Mm-hmm. I really like the guy who plays Cal. Yeah. Uh, Carl, I think he's Cameron. Cameron Monaghan? Yeah, something like that. If you've ever seen Gotham, he plays the Joker in Gotham, even though he's not called the Joker in Gotham, because illegally they can't call him the Joker. But he's <laughs> the Joker. No, they can't. Who owns the Joker? Well, they I think because he's in the movies, they, oh. they like, couldn't. Yeah, God forbid he, <laughs> he replaces Jared Leto. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, yeah, so very good. Um, I like the supporting cast as well. Mm-hmm. The uh, The kind of mentor figure i guess she's pretty good uh, i like the pilot the yeah. sassy pilot you got the that classic uh, dynamic uh bd bd1 one is oh. a great droid uh absolutely maybe my favorite droid in all of star wars actually Ooh, wow absolutely i he's, he's a so great droid. cute yeah and like every okay my favorite thing uh in this game is whenever you find one of his stim canisters you get so excited he does a little dance you find like an upgrade for him because he can like heal you in the middle of battle whenever you find one of his upgrades he just he gets does a little dance and if you like stand still for a solid second yeah oh so cute um yeah uh gameplay wise though uh you got you got lightsabers you got force powers you got all those, mm-hmm. and it's all pretty fun. It it people were kind of making the comparisons between this and Dark Souls combat, and I can see that. I don't. It's not nearly as hard as Dark Souls. There, it is definitely difficult in parts, but um, oh, oops, um, <laughs> what? I just I I was clicking back on GarageBand, but uh, accidentally clicked on Epic Games Launcher. What are you so, doing, Holden? Yeah, you start gaming in the middle of the podcast. Okay, That's geez. not. I can't, very I'm talking about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I got to go back to it. <laughs> like I'm, um, no, but because uh, you got. It, it's like Dark Souls in the fact that you've got like parrying and you've got like you've got blocking and like it's it's not like the it's not like the prequels uh, lightsaber combat where you're flipping around and stuff. You're more just like psh, psh, like samurai sword fights kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I haven't played those games, so I can't really compare it. I mean, I it's good, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought it sometimes it just seemed like it tried to overwhelm me with people sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I thought the force freeze sort of ability was a little overpowered. It was. Because I just would like if I got to a hard person, I just force freeze them and then I just hit them and then I just dodge their dodge well, their every, attacks. Every time you fight like them. one of the inquisitors. Yeah. Yeah, you just do that. Which was not like not <laughs> very fun, but like I I don't know. I mean if I didn't do that though, they'd just like destroy me. Yeah. That's <laughs> so, the, like, so that's kind of my issue with it. Is that it's really kind of you, that one move, you just use it over and over and over. I, it's not very satisfying. I do think if you have played Dark Souls, you'll probably get more out of the combat. Because, like, in Dark Souls, you are forced to, like, parry a lot in order to, like, survive. And since I've never really played those games, I never really mastered the parrying mechanic in this game. And I never really found that I needed to. Like, I could block and stuff, but I would never, like, time it right, I guess. Yeah, the timing was really difficult. I don't know. I thought... 
I mean, I think it's really hard to do the lightsaber con- combat well. Mm-hmm. And, like, my favorite combat system is, like, the Arkham one. It just yeah. seems very fluid. And, yeah. like, you can... I mean, you can make it more complicated, but, like, you could literally just press X a bunch of times, too, and get the yeah. job done. I mean, and then... So, it just wasn't like that as much. Sure. Maybe I, I would have... I think it would have been cool to see some sort of, like, uh, the Shadow of Mordor. Oh, yeah. Uh, kind of style with the lightsaber mm-hmm. and then the Force kind of thrown in. I would have preferred that, but I think a lot of people preferred the way it is now. My favorite so. thing in this game, and I think is one of the funniest things, I don't know if you ever did it, but was when you fight, like, those bounty this hunters. This is not a spoiler? Uh, I don't know. Is, is that a spoiler? No. Okay. At, at, at some point in the game, you fight bounty hunters. I mean, it's it just kind of happens. They're like these mini bosses that'll pop up in uh, places you've already been, um, and they've each got like names and stuff. And but it, they all look the same. There's like three types. Yeah. yeah. Um, but my favorite thing is like whenever you fight one of those, if you you can just like force push them off a cliff <laughs> and then just kills them. <laughs> We see, like, that's not very satisfying. Well, I, I always thought it was just very funny. And I thought, I mean, I thought those enemy encounters were, like, decent. But, yeah, I don't know. I thought th- some of the boss fights in this game were pretty good, though. And I, that's obviously spoilers, so we don't have to talk about those. But I'm just, like, a court, I'm just, like, a different type of gamer. I mean, like, I'm, I play games, but I'm not, like like a gamer gamer sort of, mm-hmm. like, where I play everything. I, I play them more for narrative usually than gameplay i'm sorry okay i'm uh, sorry okay so i'm kind of quirky in the way that boss fights i never necessarily like enjoy boss fights from like oh, a game I love boss fights. from like a gameplay perspective i always feel like they don't do a moment justice usually okay. i don't know it's just it's, it's hard to explain like i un, like they seem necessary like I really the my favorite boss fight is probably the one at the end of Spider-Man on PS4. Yeah, that's a good one. Because that one uh, like the narrative crux of that is mm-hmm. I think is so well done. Um and other ones in that game. I think that game has quite a few good boss fights. Yeah. But uh obviously like the Deathstroke one in Arkham Origins. I feel like sometimes it just strays from the other sometimes it can stray from like a lot of the core gameplay depending i don't know i i'm getting into a tangent this Jeez. was supposed to be a short non-spoiler section <laughs> yeah uh i think we should stop non-spoiler here all right well, what we, we gave it a day we gave it eight. all right on to spoilers Yeah, if we want to continue with our little bit about uh, boss fights, was was there a boss fight that you liked in this game, or were you just that kind of iffy on any on all of them? Because I thought there were a few that were. Pre- I really liked. I honestly really liked the final fight against the second sister. Yeah, she was hard. Yeah, but I thought it was like satisfying because it was like it was one of the things I like about boss fights is like that it. from a gameplay perspective it just like builds on everything you've been learning so far and it's just such a a good good one yeah a good one does yeah and it's such a good like test of what you've been using up to this point and so i think that was just a really good one especially since you fight her at the beginning of the game and just get your ass kicked by her yeah that was an interesting thing how like you were supposed to lose yeah boss fights 
Because mm. I was like, oh, man, I'm doing terribly and, like, getting mad at myself. But then I lost, and then it's like, oh, I was supposed to lose. Yeah, exactly. You progressively get – you fight her three different times, and each time you get a little bit better. So, yeah. Um, I think another one of my gripes with this game is some of the traversal is, like, hard. I agree. And, I for, and like, it, for me, it's – I don't like it when it's supposed to be like a cinematic moment and then you die and then you have to go back to the beginning of like this <laughs> cutscene. it just loses all the momentum i mean it, but that can happen in like any of those uh, uh, games like that though like in yeah uncharted, but this game this one is un- but like that doesn't happen in uncharted yeah but you can die you can if you're really bad at it <laughs> this game is like this game is not forgiving at all like if you jump to grab like a rope to swing on it yeah. if you barely miss you well you're you're falling to your death that's when you use force pull Jimmy. well no sometimes i'd force pull it and it wouldn't like it wouldn't come to me maybe they patched it when you played it i didn't because really it was like some of the traversal things were just like what what is happening why doesn't I, this just work like this well, shouldn't just, be difficult for me for traversal i i actually didn't have too many problems throughout most of the game but then like at the end of the game when i'm trying to like go find stuff just like navigating each world Oh it's kind of the a pain. maps yeah and like that is I, my least favorite part like the the inability to just fast travel fast travel like between the in, different yeah meditation like points between meditation points i because i i like what they did with the map and the fact that there's a lot of like shortcuts and it's very dense there's just a lot of stuff there but like why isn't there fast travel because then you also have to like running through i hate everything. the way you have to look at the map i wish it yeah. was like that, that, I that cannot impossible. see like you cannot see what is even going on because it's just like it's trying to be 3D, 3D layered map. Yeah, doesn't work. Whereas like, you know, we're are we going to we're talking about control sometime mm-hmm. if it's not in this episode. But like just the for one, I liked I actually like the combat and control better, which mm-hmm. is a, maybe a minority opinion. Um, and then the map like I love in control how you can look at the map while you're going and you yeah. see how how you're going through the environment with the map. the map in that game is also just a lot simpler it's it's not like very detailed I mean yeah in terms of like but like the the world itself is similarly like kind of labyrinthian yeah like a labyrinth nice nice word <laughs> labyrinthian is that a word I don't labyrinthian? know like a up. labyrinth we get what you're saying you, you keep talking i want to look it up okay um yeah but i agree I, I i i definitely think the map is probably one of the weakest parts of the game uh we keep talking about things we're not so hot on though um the i think the final mission in this game is really strong especially like Aside from the very end of the narrative, which is very obvious, like we know where we we talked about this, like the way that they end the the narrative, we could see like a mile away. Labyrinthian's a word. Oh, nice. It's also like a place in Skyrim. So, it's an ancient Nordic ruin in the Elder Scrolls V, Skyrim. Wow, for you Skyrim fans out there, um, but yeah, so the ending where they like break the whatchamacallit it's like it's cool you also can't freaking play it again what you can't play the mission again at the end no i'm well can you well i'm talking about when they when they break the uh the list of oh yeah 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 yeah. the very ending sorry yeah um very predictable yeah like i 
like as soon as they introduce that thing into the narrative, like at the beginning <laughs> like, of the game, just like, where, like destroy it. Yeah, like, just, why like, would you? Keep why it? would you keep that? Like That's just literally that... destroy it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the final mission. Get, I you get can't... to Mount Doom and chuck that thing in there. Yeah. <laughs> Finger no. no. <laughs> Ten fingers or nine fingers. You got to get rid of that thing. Um. The the last mission though. Yeah, you're right. You can't replay it. I really like Darth Vader in it pretty good also just in the commercials <laughs> yeah like what uh, well okay i i might not i i may have not have seen the commercials before i had played this game and so i might have been surprised but there were like people that i knew on snapchat that like when they got to that point in the game just put it on their story i'm like okay thanks <laughs> thanks for showing me that darth vader's in this game it's a pretty cool bit at the end though and like when he first appeared i was like I was pretty sure you couldn't win, but I just kind of stood there and I was like, like, what do I do <laughs> when it gets to the part where you can like try to fight him? And then he just like threw me to the side or something. It's pretty yeah. cool. Just kind of owns you. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Like, do you think they're making a sequel? Yeah. Yeah. This game's made a lot of money. I think EA has been pretty proud of that fact, even though they're all the time, like single player games aren't worth making anymore. Um, then this literally was the best-selling game they made yeah. since they got Star Wars. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think they'll make a sequel. I mean, they left it so they could. I don't know what, like, how they do it, but Jedi Life Alert arrives. Yeah. Um, Jedi restored order. Tell uh, Kylo Ren finds oh, him. That bit where you're in the ATAT is pretty cool. Uh huh. It's pretty cool when you're climbing up the side of that. That's very Shadow of the Colossus esque. Mm-hmm. As I mean, someone who's not played Shadow of the Colossus, I agree. I'll let you borrow it, Jimmy. It's good oh, game. Even though you don't I, like boss I, fights and it's all boss I, fights. Well, that's a different thing, yeah. I think. It depends. If they're like set-piece boss fights. Yeah, I really like set-piece boss fights. Yeah. That's why in Batman Arkham Origins, I really like Firefly's fight. I think that fight's... It's very visually, visually interesting. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Do we have anything else to say about Jedi Fallen Order? Uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, I think we've there's said that. that all, there's quite that a few shirtless times. Jedi guy, or yeah, who's <laughs> definitely a bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about him until I like went back and reread a plot like summary um, before we recorded, just so I made sure I remembered everything. I completely forgot about him, and I forgot that you fight him too. Yeah, this is one of. I would say, I mean, we're in the spoilers, but yeah. like, so you know, like, if you like Star Wars, you're gonna like this game. Mm-hmm. But and in your, your, yeah, it's gonna, you're gonna enjoy it. It's very solid. It's not. It has it's a lot not of a like, masterpiece. And it, it, and unlike, I would argue the sequel trilogy, where they seem kind of like weary to talk about like the prequels. There's a lot of prequel stuff in this game. So like, if you, oh yeah, like the Order sixty six bit, that's a really good bit in the game. Where uh-huh. it's the flashback. I really like that where you're you're running away from the stormtroopers, the clones. Or yeah, the clones. I like how the clones point. are like, "Hey, how's it going, man?" Yeah. High five. Yeah. Did you go explore the the Venator starship during the Yes. Year? That was cool. That I enjoyed was cool. that. I felt like a ray a little bit, huh? Wow. <laughs> that was really cool uh, cuz you get a bunch of cool stuff at the end. Yeah. Um, All right, let's be done. Let's move on. Huh? Yeah. On to our review of Control. Non 
non-spoilers. Yeah, let's let's like keep it to under five minutes this time. Huh? <laughs> okay. Um. So control. It's a game where you play this lady and you go into this facility and you're like, hey, where's my brother? Yep. What yeah. am I doing here? Yeah. What am I doing here? Where's I'm my the boss now. Yeah. I'm. I guess I'm the boss of this facility. What's happening? It's a confusing narrative that is only somewhat explained by the end. So, is yeah. the narrative very good? I don't think it's that great. Honestly, I think it's fine, but I don't think it needs to be anything better than that. Well, I need I, it, Holden. <laughs> I need the narrative okay, so, to be good. Uh, yeah. So uh, you probably caught on in the previous review. Me and Jimmy have very similar, or very, I should, completely opposite of similar. We have very different. They're so in similar, games. but they're the complete opposite. <laughs> Um, They're not because Jimmy's we, like we Jimmy's can a enjoy, lot more We can enjoy the same games. Yeah, no, and we do. Like he, my opinions are just better. Sure, I'm. A, I, I love a good narrative in a game, but I also like gameplay is really important to me, and that's why like like Doom 2016 is one of my favorite games because it's like the gameplay is so solid in that game and just incredible. And the new, I mean, new Doom games looking even better with the three-hour previews p- people have been getting. Um, but Jimmy's a lot more for the narrative, and so that's why he likes boring games like The Last of Us and Uncharted and <laughs> boring <laughs> games like that. Um, yeah, those no. are fun games too. They, they are good games. games. Well, I really like them. Believe it or not, Holden, I like games that have great gameplay and great story. Wow, that's good. Doom has a good story, but it's just not like you have to read it. Yeah. Um, I'm okay with reading some of it. I yeah. mean, uh, Horizon. Yeah. Well, and that's actually, uh, that actually is a good thing. We transitioned it. Um, once again, I'm explaining the transition here. Um, the control. I love reading the stuff in this game. Did you read it? I did. I really I didn't get much out of it. Really? I thought it was like, okay, here's this random thing that... There's a couple files. I mean, some of it was interesting, mm-hmm. but I thought like 80% of it was like, here's a thing. It's a thing. Cool. Yeah. Well, I thought I thought the weakest I thought, ones were I th- like... I thought it was going to be a whole bunch of... I mean, some of it was, but like s- s- contained sort of stories. Like many... Like in The Last of Us, when you go to that bunker, I don't remember. They have that like one kind of mini story mm-hmm. about that ish guy and like that community that lived right outside of Pittsburgh and the, like the sewer system sort of thing. Sure. And like you piece that together by finding all these hidden items, mm-hmm. and you, it's like a little mini story within it. I think that's really effective use of like uh, hidden items. This some of them were like that. Some of them it's like this location with this thing or there's a reference to another thing you've seen in the in the old house oldest house or whatever oldest house yeah um that part i liked but a lot of it was just like the printer's jammed darn it the stupid printer <laughs> like stuff like there that were, okay there were some like that but i i did i never found all of the documents or anything because there are a lot they're everywhere um but i don't know i found most of them pretty interesting I like some of the stories told about the various um, various altered items and objects of power and stuff. Um, yeah. 
I, we should explain that for those of you who don't know. So this game focuses on, if you're familiar with the SCP um, internet, it was kind of an internet creepypasta or something for a while where it's like, it was this facility where you'd ha it was contained these creatures and items that were just kind of like otherworldly but had like strange powers. I got very similar vibes from this game because you basically it's this facility that like contains these objects that just have weird powers and like weird attributes. Some of them are very powerful and some of them just like ooze, <laughs> like black slime. Yeah. It's just like, it's very, yeah, very, it's varied, I guess. It's very, varied. very, varied. Um, I thought the concept of this game and the style of this game was a lot better than this game. <laughs> but I, I enjoyed those a lot. I liked the the atmosphere of it there were certain moments of the game that were very enjoyable mm -hmm. um one that i think we'll talk about in the spoiler section for sure. sure uh i just thought the for me i just the narrative like was the only thing keeping this game for me from being a, a truly excellent game because i really enjoyed the gameplay yeah we so you basically just have the force and you just yeah. throw things at this people. is like it, it is if you've seen any trailers or anything for it it's as satisfying as it looks you have telekinetic powers you're able to throw things you're able to use debris as a shield even though i never did that did you did you use the shield at all? Only when I was like low health and I needed to get okay. some for, stuff. For me, whenever I tried to use the shield, it never seemed to work very well. But well you maybe can, you should have upgraded the shield holding. Maybe I should. Maybe have. you should have had some personal mods. You got. You have a melee. You have a melee strength. ability. Never used it. I never did either. I think that might have been the last thing. I What upgraded. was your favorite gun mod? Machine gun. Really? Spin. Yes. Yeah, Mine was just the default one. I really yeah. liked the default okay. one. Um. The, uh, so the gun in this game, you actually only have one gun um but it and it has unlimited ammo but you have to like reload after a certain amount recharge. of shots fired it re, it, it's recharge. like auto recharging yeah um and you can put like different mods on it that basically turns it into different guns and you can equip two at a time you can have a pistol which is the default you can have a shotgun kind of thing you can have a um machine gun some sort of sniper type thing like a rocket launcher yeah kind of thing um, uh, my favorite was the machine gun one. I also, I came to really like the rocket launcher one. Yeah. I don't see. I haven't gone back and done. I haven't played it since I beat it. Mm -hmm. I want to, cause I want to get the platinum since it doesn't seem too it's difficult. It's not that hard. I got it. And I've already done a lot of the side stuff and all that, but uh, it's just, the, it's fun. Like I love the, what is the normal mode? Called? Um, uh, grip grip i think grip i think yeah they don't they, sh they don't call it pistol and no shotguns like shatter it's and shatter pierces Char sniper yeah. charge charge is the I grenade think, launcher i think so yeah i don't know it's fun to use and it then is. it's literally like you like you just press square or x on an xbox and it just changes gun form like the gun literally it's like it's called it changes, a mod but it literally sh it, adjusts it changes its form. form it's a bunch of like like uh shaky little cube things metal cubes that like realign to it's make very it very cool looking it's really cool um yeah and it's it's really fun because while you're, you're you can like shoot at enemies and then once while that's recharging like throw shit yeah. <laughs> and it's like this very it's very satisfying to like switch off between the two uh fighting 
mm-hmm. styles. I agree. And then you can start flying. Yeah. A little the bit. flying's I once once that's introduced, that's really fun. Yeah, that's which really is later fun. in the game than I thought it was mm-hmm. gonna be. Yeah. But there's levitate. It. Oh, and you can control enemies too. Yeah. Hence the name control. That's not why it's called control, but Yeah, seize. Yeah, seize them. And I like that too, because I always I'm I'm a fan of playing games and having them play them for me. Yes, and they're actually <laughs> like they're good. Like that's yeah. a great strategy to have. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you want to just go into spoilers so we can talk about story or sure? Our ratings. I'm gonna get. Did I give it a rating? No, we didn't give ratings. Rating. What's your rating, Holman? Um, eight and a half. <laughs> Classic Jimmy here. <laughs> Just dumps on something and then just gives it an eight out of ten. <laughs> I think it's equally as solid as Jedi Fallen Order, but kind of in the reverse, where it's like really like the gameplay and style of this game and not the narrative as much, mm-hmm. where I probably like the narrative more in uh Jedi Fallen Order. I could not care less about any of the characters in control. I don't care about any of them. I don't really either. I didn't from the beginning, and I didn't at the end. I was not invested in the story, like, at all. Let's just call this a spoiler warning here. Spoilers. Spoilers. Here we go. She becomes the director, and then she's like, oh, I'm the director, and then she talks to herself. I, the internal monologues were so cringeworthy for me. I just, I like, did, I... It did not bother me that much. It bothered me so much. It was, oh like, I well, thought it felt like were... the laziest form of storytelling. And I understand there's got to be a lot of exposition, but I like... it. It should. This game should be about discovery, and a lot of it is. And I think that's where it excels in a lot of places, mm-hmm. is figuring out yourselves. But then there's literally moments where it's like, oh, this means that. I'm thinking about this. This is the emotion I'm feeling right now. I'm like, don't tell me that. Like, show me that. Okay. I just, I think the direction of it, I did not like. Um, It felt, yeah. It just felt like not great storytelling. I don't know. Like you should not have to tell me what your character is feeling. I'm I'm a lot less strict on game storytelling than there, I am. She's like I feel all this inner because that doesn't bother me. I guess I don't know. I hold things to high stand standards, Holden. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just yeah, like I said, it. It is a little cringy sometimes, but I, most of the time I was like, okay, whatever. It was just a different way of presenting information. It didn't really bother I, me. I liked the projector things, learning and the, like the the live action guy, Doctor Darling. Yeah, I thought that was interesting, mm-hmm. and like going into rooms and finding things that way. Yeah, but it was when it was like sit down and like, hmm, should I tell her about this? She doesn't know about you yet. I've had this internal conversation <laughs> with 30 other characters so far in this game. Yeah. Just like, okay. All right. Settle down. <laughs> it just, it felt like it was really slow paced too. And then I just did not buy her transition from, I felt like she was like, oh yeah, I'm the director now. Not like, what the heck? What does this even mean? Like there's a little bit of that, but it's like, 
an hour of the game and then yeah. she's like oh yeah i'm the director i'm not gonna worry about it mm-hmm. she'll just go up to somebody she's like yeah i'm the new director and they're like oh okay i mean yeah. they're pretty used to weird stuff but like yeah, I, the well, fact that she's so comfortable in the role already that's like what i thought it was in- i thought it was kind of funny that everyone was just like most people when they first in- are like introduced to her they're like what okay like when she's like oh i'm the new director and they're like oh okay yeah, they're like, oh, okay. Oh, they're this like is, used I need to it. To I mean, they probably know the protocol or whatever for choosing a new director, but yeah. And then, like, the old director, Trench, Trench yeah. was like yeah. corrupt, I guess. I don't, I apparently, corrupted by the hiss. No, well, he like had let the hiss in, or yeah. See, I already forgot like the big reveals uh, of this game. I, okay, I, the last like bit of the game was really confusing like just kind of ends yeah well and i like the wikipedia summary like explained it a bit more and i think it was stuff that i was supposed to pick up on but i just like didn't understand really yeah maybe i just missed a lot of stuff when i was playing this i uh, my least favorite character was her brother though yeah i was like like, i do not care about this guy like he's just like annoying yeah when you talk to him he's just like it's like pretentious dialogue yeah (laughs) he's like He's very obviously a villain, but he's like, like, she still doesn't think he is. I don't know. I don't. Very bizarre. And then, what happened? I don't even remember how it ends. He's like in the hospital bed. Yeah. Well, he's in. So there's this otherworldly plane in this game, uh, called I can't remember. Astral plane. The astral plane. Um, and he's in it at the end of the game, supposedly. I think using the hiss to take control of the board, which the board, the board's not really explained. It's like these no. otherworldly beings that inhabit the astral plane. I don't know. It's a bunch of mumbo jumbo. If you don't, if you haven't played the game, you're not even gonna have <laughs> comprehend what we're saying right now. It's just, um, it felt like it could have been the 2001 of video games, and it felt like they tried to do that, but they. <laughs> but they're not Stanley Kubrick. You know they what have, I'm saying? They have, yeah, they have uh, some cool Easter eggs for Alan Wake. You know the game Alan Wake? Nope. You never heard of it even? Mm, I've heard the name. Okay. Uh, it's the um, Alan Wake. It's a game previously made by this uh, studio. And it's probably the most popular game prior to this one. Um, and it's kind of cool because in the co- it, it, it makes it seem like the events of Alan Wake are not only in that universe, but also caused by the, like, the altered items and stuff that are uh, presented in this game. So that's kind of cool. If you've ever played Alan Wake, you might, uh, might, might like that stuff. Alan Rickman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we can talk about. I know what part you were wanted to talk about that you really yeah, liked. That. It's the maze, ashtray maze, ashtray maze. That's that a great part's part. so cool. I tried to go to it before you were supposed to, and I was like, "How the I heck didn't do even you?" Know it I wasted a half hour trying to figure out what was going on. Yeah, there's this maze that you can only access uh, um, pretty much the last mission of the game, and you're going through, and like walls and floors are shifting, and there's a bunch of enemies in there. You got this really cool song playing. Because you're listening, your character's listening to it on a on a cassette tape. It's really cool. Sony also, I really like this song. Yeah, on the Walkman. I really like this song. I found it on Spotify. It was written specifically for the game, so kind of cool. It was fun. I wish it was a little longer. Yeah, but it was fun. Yeah, it was a cool part. That was probably um, the best part of the game. I agree. That was my favorite. 
Um, did you ever, did you go do the mold stuff in the basement? Uh, like when you have to fight the mold monster? I fought some mold monsters, but okay, well, I still have a lot of the side stuff to do. Okay. Yeah, you should do the side stuff. There's a lot of like boss fight. Most of the boss fights are uh, kind of relegated to the uh, side missions. But uh, the mold one is, from what most people on the internet said, was the hardest one. And I, I beat it, but it did take me a little bit. So. Oh, great. <laughs> I did the one where I fell through the floor a bunch of times. That was annoying. I don't remember that one. No. Well, we're done with this? I think so. Time we to move on. We still need to talk about Parasite, so. On the Parasite. Yeah. Jimmy, we saw a movie this week. We're finally getting to our movie review of the yeah. week. <laughs> I'm blaming you. I hey, forgot you... about the game reviews until now. <laughs> I okay. So just I so okay. you guys know, I said which game do you want to review this week, Jimmy? He's like, let's review both of them. So he's the one that's making this that episode tape? go loud. Is that what? on tape? <laughs> was that beforehand? It was beforehand. Yeah, and then I object. <laughs> that never happened. Prove it. <laughs> I guess I can't. Um, but yeah, so we saw Parasite. It was a movie nominated for Best Picture, um, and it's been showing at our local theater. I had seen it back in December, but I, I went and rewatched it yesterday. Uh, Jimmy went and saw it on Tuesday, right? It was Tuesday. Wednesday. Uh, no, it was Tuesday. Tuesday. When Tuesday? It's because when I it was when I was snowboarding, right? Tuesday or yeah. As I said. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. uh, This is a movie that we really don't want to spoil anything about. Because you can't know anything going Because I felt a little wronged Mm -hmm. by someone who... I mean, they didn't go into plot details, but they said specific things about tone of this movie and genres that this movie dips into. Yeah. So I did not appreciate that. And to clarify, it was not me. (laughs) No, it was not Holden. (laughs) Surprisingly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, So what do we want to say before we go into spoilers? Non-spoilers. I really like the cinematography of this Mm -hmm. movie. I like the production design. Yeah. Uh, There's one house in this movie that I think is a great location Mm -hmm. for the storytelling. Um, Acting. Acting Phenomenal. is great. Across the board. The writing is... Really good. Good. Um, you know, all those facets of a best picture movie. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, got, it's got those. Uh, we cannot... Like, I, I'm sorry if you guys don't know anything about this movie already. Like, we can't do a pl- like even a plot synopsis, really. Because it is... A, it's a, we can tell you it's a South Korean movie. That yeah. I think, you have to take it for our word that it's really good. Oh, yeah. You have to read subtitles. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes if you want to watch a good movie, you got to do a little subtitles. bit of a reading. A little bit of reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I know some of you are like, why don't I just go read a book? But uh, movies are for, mo- but books are for nerds. Movies are cool. Yeah. So that's obviously <laughs> talking to you, Emily. Yeah. Reading all the time. Yeah. Wow. What a nerd. <laughs> is she going to be able to get I this in Peru? Having, I hope you're having fun in Peru. Is she going to be Yeah, able to they get... have internet in Peru. I don't Holden. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I knew they had internet, but like, I don't know. Like, They're, depending on the country, not like. China, Holden. Okay, you're right. It's, it's not China. It's I not was a... thinking of China, all right? All right? <laughs> get out of here. 
<laughs> I admit okay, my mistakes. Okay, I'm leaving. <laughs> See you later. Do the rest. <laughs> um, what else do we want to say? Uh, maybe that's it. Yeah, I think it should be. How long is this movie? Two hours, 15 minutes. It felt, it felt a little longer than that to me. But I, I felt like it was long, but it wasn't boring. No. I felt like it justified its length. There are definitely things that, as soon as it maybe starts to feel like it's going to lull, there are things that grab your attention. Yeah. And I think this movie, <laughs> you definitely feel the separation of the acts in yeah. this movie. Where you're <laughs> like, it's like, oh, this it's is all right. something new. Yeah. Yeah. There's something to pique your interest every mm-hmm. every act. So, yes. Ratings. Holden, give your rating. Give it a 10. You're going to 10. I think wow. so. I don't think I have any problems with this movie. And obviously, I'll get into it more in spoilers. But I think it's pretty great. And I... Uh-huh. That I mean, I didn't even give this favorite my favorite movie of the year. I gave Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I think they gave that a nine. But well, I think I like that movie a little bit more. I think this movie is objectively better. I'm gonna give it a nine. Okay. Just because I I think maybe I would like it. I didn't like it as much as I thought I was going to, but I think there was just I felt like I didn't. And it was more me than mm-hmm. like the movie. I thought I just didn't quite like. There were some things I'm like okay. They're saying this <clears throat> in the movie, but I'm like, other things, I'm like, how do these pieces connect? And I haven't really, I need to delve into some other reviews and mm-hmm. rewatch it before I can kind of, oh, okay, I see this big picture in the in the vision. Mm-hmm. There are some points I'm just like, how did this connect here? And what does that mean? And stuff it's like not, that. It, there's, well, I'll talk about it in spoilers. I'm not smart enough to, yeah. <laughs> to give this movie a 10 out of 10, right, I guess. Right. That's what I'm saying, old enough. <laughs> On to spoilers. So I, I I rewatched Knives Out a couple times this week, and I kind of I rewatching that movie. I caught a lot of like uh, foreshadowing and like things that after you know what happens in that movie, you catch it earlier on when you rewatch it. And I was expecting to kind of have that similar thing when I rewatched Parasite. And surprisingly, there wasn't as much foreshadowing. There is some, and maybe it's just a lot more subtled because it's like this Korean almost art movie kind of thing. Um, but there is some foreshadowing, but not nearly as much as I thought there would be. Um, one question I have for you, Holden. Mm-hmm. Um, like this is kind of a detail, but what would what was the point of the kid being able to understand Morse code? Because I don't remember anything happening from that. It's because the the guy in the bunker underground, he, like, does Morse code. Yeah, he he does it, and the kid sees it. But yeah. nothing happens after that, if I remember correctly. Yeah, you're right. I'm not sure. Because he sees it in when he's in the teepee. He sees yeah. it, and you're like, oh, crap, he's going to tell his dad. But then it never happens. Yeah. Well, and that might be like maybe he just never got the chance to because like the very next day, middle morning, the dad dies. (laughs) So like and they're all busy with like party and stuff. And they mentioned in the movie that the kid's been asleep like all morning pretty much. So yeah, just just didn't come because the dad died. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, I just thought was like was like what was I that never I don't I was a little confused about why that never like yeah amounted to anything. That's a good I I never thought about that. Yeah, 
That's why I gave it a 9 out of 10. Oh, that, that, that plot point. Good yep, job. that one plot point. <laughs> Minus one. Okay, so um, <laughs> so if you're for some reason watching or listening to this and haven't watched the movie, why are you doing that? You should not turn off this podcast right now. If you're doing or skip that, ahead. I'm going to skewer you in the side. Yeah. Much like uh, what happened to someone in this movie. <laughs> um, but... Um, yeah, this uh, as you mentioned, Jimmy. This movie has very distinct acts. The very fr- the first, probably close to a half of the movie is one thing, and then the l- second is very much another thing. It's it's a very jarring change, but I think it works really well. Yeah, like it's incredibly like, well. <laughs> well, for me too, because I thought the first act was getting a little long when mm-hmm. they're all getting the jobs. Mm-hmm. I guess it's it's in the second act. Because the first act, they're all getting the jobs, and it's yeah. the trickery and all that, um, which was interesting. But by the time it was the mom, whoever gets the job last, I was like, okay, yeah. this is getting a little old. Well, yeah, and we're although I will say, I one of my favorite parts about this movie, there's there's a couple parts in particular I can think of. Any time that like they this family this poor family um, has one of their plans in action, and it's like it's just it shows it. We we got it when like they're f- trying to get the house cl- the housekeeper fired, um, and like when they're like cleaning up before the family comes home and all that. Whenever you see all of these like things happening, they're so coordinated and it's very satisfying to mm-hmm. watch and they're all very intelligent and they all like know what they should be doing. I think those parts were probably among my favorite. And I love it when it's like it cuts and it's like the the one sequence when the dad is like explaining um this is the part when the mom gets the job mm-hmm. when he's saying he's rehearsing his lines yeah. to the rest of the family. But like half of the scene is when it's yeah, happening. Half I, the I scene like is when he's practicing too. and they're like critiquing him and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like the portrayal of the wealthy family in this. Mm-hmm. They're very, I think you could easily argue that they're much better people than mm-hmm. the, than this the movie, main family. Yeah, I mean, cause this movie has like definitely like a class of like, message to it uh, like classes in society and the poor versus the wealthy and all that but unlike just making the poor completely sympathetic and like the rich complete assholes it's kind of the opposite almost yeah and i think one of the messages sorry to interrupt you no but one of the messages in this is like or one of the things i picked up on was like the scene when it shifts and they find the bunker Mm -hmm. um when they have when this finally finally has and is in a position of power yeah they're total jerks yeah so i mean like (laughs) you know it's like you know just because you like in the wealthy family kind of treats people well yeah and then maybe they're just ignorant about other problems like when the the rain comes in and Mm -hmm. washes out their house and they're like they're not really concerned about it um by the way that's really good yeah i like that and I mean, because they probably just not thinking of it. That's like a yeah. foreign idea. They literally yeah, they, just they do don't, not know. Like, it's not that they don't care necessarily about these poor people's like houses being flooded, but it's like they just don't no, know it's even know happening. It. It's just a to them the rain is like oh, it makes the grass nice. It's completely different. It's a completely foreign concept. Mm-hmm. And so, I thought that was a very interesting thing to say. That like, because like I said, like they had a chance to treat uh, the old uh, housekeeper 
well. And they're like, no, we're going to manipulate this situation further. And mm-hmm. just because they came from poverty into wealth doesn't mean they're going to be these great saints. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. And it's kind of funny how, like, the main family in this movie is, like, pretty unlikable. Yeah. Actually. And, I mean, they ruin other people's lives. Yeah. <laughs> but they're, and the dad kind of is redemptive. And he's like, because he's always thinking about them. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, think about us. About I re- us. the dad's my favorite character. Yeah, he and I mean he's he at first he's not really the main character, but he kind of becomes it, I guess, by the end. Because at first it's kind of like the main son. I think it's the main son throughout, but he's the most prominent side character. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but you're right. Most of that main family is just kind of they're all kind of jerks. Like, you feel bad for them, especially when their home floods. But, like, man, that flood scene, man. It's hard to watch. I was like, shit, all of their stuff, all of their few belongings are destroyed. Okay, what is the time frame of this movie, too? Because I was confused because I was like, why have they not moved out of that place? Um. Well, most of the movie takes place, I don't know. Because I, I was under the impression that more time had passed, I guess, or they were oh, getting so you, paid so more than oh, they were. Okay. Or, I mean, I just was under the assumption that where they were making significantly more money than they had. Yeah. And that, that well, they would have had access to a better living situation by then. Like, there were literally any other place was better than where they were living. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I think... I don't know. I don't think it's over that much time. At least the first part. I don't, but they they seem to only really buy food. Yeah. I this. don't know. They could just be saving up, trying to be smart with their money. They don't necessarily seem like reckless spenders. No, they're not. But, like, you, it just seemed like they would have gotten themselves out of that situation. Yeah. That bad living environment. Know. I like the uh, I like the build up for that flood scene though when they're like oh is the window open because I previously like well, leave uh-huh. the window open that's good get some of that free fumigation yeah <laughs> God that was hard to watch I was like coughing in my seat like just watching that um yeah the the rich family I like the dad he has a very I like his voice mm-hmm. he's got a very dark and deep voice the mom's interesting. <laughs> Kind of dumb, but not that. But not, not really dumb. dumb. Like no. they're not that. Like when he says they're, she's just gullible. Yeah, like like you said, she's not mean. No, she literally just trusts people. That's yeah. her flaw. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> her character flaw in this movie is that she trusts people, and she wants to treat people well. Yeah, and like even like when they think that the their driver is like done this thing, they don't want to like shame him. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. I th- I did think it was interesting how the dad caught on to like, why would someone leave their panties in the car after, yeah, you know, having sex in the back seat? Like, why would you not put them back on before you left? Yeah. Well, and then but then he's like, like maybe ah, she's probably. maybe she's intoxicated. Was his oh, thought. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's so this movie is beautifully shot. It's gorgeous. It's it's a gorgeous that movie. living room with the giant window into yeah. the yard. That's like just such a. It kind of was a little bit of ex machina vibes. Just a little yeah. bit. The house. The house. The house. I mean, this is a this is very much a cliched thing thing to say, but the house is its own character. 
<laughs> it's it's beautiful. Uh, um, award to scariest shot of the year goes to the shot. The shot in this movie where it's the guy creeping up. When he's yeah, like, that was creepy. Terrifying. I saw that. I, I saw rewatched this with one of my friends yesterday, and they also mentioned that. absolutely terrifying. It's very creepy. Um, this is a pretty funny movie too. Yeah, it is very funny. There's just a lot. Like even after the, it takes its dark turn halfway through with the bunker and the the other uh, couple and all that. It's there's just a lot of comedy thrown mm-hmm. in and it does and once again it, d- it doesn't feel out of place it's not like a last jedi situation am i right jimmy <laughs> where there's just comedy and it, and it doesn't really work um but it, i mean yeah it's it's very funny i can't necessarily think of a specific joke i guess but it, i liked it when they were the wi-fi they were so obsessed about the yeah wi-fi that was pretty thing. good they're like they're literally up in a corner of their house like oh i got wi-fi and like the one Wi-Fi network goes out that they can't, or they put a password on it, yeah. which happened to me at my job <laughs> two summers ago. Nice, because I used to just—it was like I worked in this basement, and the people above us had Wi-Fi, and there's no password on it. So obviously, you come can on, use it, yeah. Why and not? Used to, especially when I had downtime. Um, so and then they put a password on it. And I was like, no, Dang. internet inaccessible. Nice. Such a sh- so I I very much related to that moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you try one two three four five six seven eight nine? Yeah, I did that in backwards. Yeah. They said something like yeah. that. That was pretty good. Um, what else? I think I, the vi- I think some of the violence in this movie, like, is it does. I mean, there's not even that much as, until the very end, but I think the violence is very like. Yeah, but there's two moments that stand out to me. One, the lady falling down the stairs oh and just God. smashing the her sound, head. The sound design there, perfect, perfect though. It adds to it. Oh my gosh! How she's not just dead from that moment. Oh, sound just goes out. Oh my god! And then the shot where it shows the guy after breaking in his skull, throwing the rock at him a second time, mm-hmm. and him also yeah, those were not the two dying. Parts I was thinking. Yeah, and even just like everyone getting stabbed in the yard, all very, very violent. Uh-huh. I lo- I love the dads like, like getting pissed at the rich people in this. Like er- just everything that builds up, like him getting. I mean, the flood is like the big thing, and then like also the ri- the rich, the Park family is the rich family. The Park family, uh, them talking about like how the dad smells like radishes old radishes mm-hmm. and it's like the smell crosses the line and everything i him him just slowly becoming pissed off and eventually killing the dad very satisfying that whole sequence when they're laying under the table oh my god oh most tense moment of the entire year is him laying on the floor like after he's crawled out the dad oh you know, yeah that is the most tense moment he's just <laughs> <laughs> He's just laying there because he can't Blanking. move. And, yeah. Oh my God. That probably the most tense movie moment of the of the this year. This is a tense. Yeah, there are tense moments in this. <laughs> but you yeah, you can just see the that rage building up on the dad, which was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Very. This was a very watchable art yeah. movie. It's very it's very accessible to anyone. If I mean, if you've listened to all this and you still are interested in watching it. Um, it is really accessible to anyone. I mean, you just it's have just to read fun subtitles. to watch it go down. Yeah, if you like to see plans being executed, 
Yeah. The, the script figure. itself is, like, really well written, and then also, like, the translations are excellent. Like, I mean, obviously... You in South Korean? No, no. <laughs> but, like, I mean, obviously, <laughs> I don't know if they're, like, exact translations, but, like... Probably not. No, I mean, they it probably can't be, but they but the work tone really well. seems to come across, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, I loved how the movie ended, that sequence. Yeah. Um, I... There... I did feel like the last, very last shot didn't need to be there. Because well, I thought, like, I thought it would have worked better. I thought it would have worked better if it ended with the dad coming out of the, out of the basement and then like giving the dad or giving the son a hug or whatever. That's what happens. But then it like, it like cut. It fades out of that and then it goes back into the basement, and he the son's still sitting there and he just says something like maybe closes the letter. He says, like, but until then, yeah, like hang in there, yeah. Which I, I thought worked because it was it was kind of like a La La Land sort of ending. It was, yeah. I don't know. I I just and like, you I love liked, the La La Land. I do love the end of La La so Land. I'm calling out your BS listen, here. Listen, I'm, I think you called out the my last BS. Shot, the shot where the, the dad goes out to hug the son is so good. Like, I, if it had ended on that shot, would been mwah, perfecto, genius. I'm calling out your BS. Because it's not the exact same sh- thing. Yes, it, it's no, the same it's not. structure, Holden, of the La La Land. No, because La La Land is... The, the, that whole that whole thing is also just very musical and has no dialogue. Jimmy, you're dumb. Yeah, but it's the same idea. No. And you're saying this shot wasn't necessary. So you're saying the La La Land ending would have been better you know had they you know not what, Jimmy, cut I back. don't care. Holden, I'm holding you, I'm holding you accountable. Oh, my God. Been saving that joke wow, <laughs> for forty-four <laughs> episodes, all of them. Um, yeah. So I'm just calling you out, man, because mm-hmm. you call me out, and that's what we're, we're accountability partners in the cinema realm. Okay, okay. fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a it's a comedy in the first half. It's why do a you th- thriller in the second half? Why do you think it's called Parasite? I think it's. Mostly just because of mooching, mooching. Yeah, like the. I, I mean, I think that's like the obvious way, but I don't really. I mean, maybe I'm not dumb enough to think of it another way. I think it's called parasite. Be- yeah, because like the fa- the poor family is like taking advantage of the rich family, mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah. Could greed be a parasite? Well, yeah, greed is a money is a money is bad. Yeah. Is money bad? Money is bad. It's or is greed root of bad. all evil? I don't know. Greed is the root of all evil. Hold I don't know. Misquoting it. Is it? Yeah. Is it actually? Is the quote actually? The, yeah, thing? it's the love of money is the root of all evil, and people misquote it as money is the root of all evil. Oh, okay. Yeah, hold on. See, I'm here for you. Accountability, clad. Kind of bill, buddy. Sorry, I'm not a nerd. I don't read, Jimmy. Yeah, the Bible. <laughs> Is that in the Bible? Yeah. What? The That's love from of, the Bible? I am 99% sure it's from the Bible. Write in, listeners. All right, know I'm looking it up. From the the love of money. In um, the yeah, movie. I don't think I have much else to say about this movie. First Timothy 6.10 in the Bible. Wow. For the love of the... This is the King James Version, which some people are really crazy about. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Hmm? 
Island. Hmm? Okay. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, see, uh, go see Parasite. It's going to be out on digital for renting and stuff this week. Maybe, I think on Tuesday. I think the 28th coming is, what, is what they said. So I think maybe Tuesday. Um, yeah, so the 28th, watch it. If it's in theaters near you, go support it. It's been making quite a bit of money for a foreign film. People really like it. It's pretty... It's not it's not divisive between critics and, and audiences really. No. Everyone seems to like it. So go see it. It's a parasite to behold. Yeah. Sure is. <laughs> Holden, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? Jimmy, I've been doing a lot. Uh, actually, I haven't, I haven't been doing too much, but I've seen a couple movies this week. Uh, one of which you've probably seen, and I somehow hadn't seen until now, School of Rock. Oh, yeah, that's that's like the movie. It's number one or number two on the movie that I've seen most in my life. Really? It, up there with uh, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. <laughs> Why that one? <laughs> just because it's Harry Potter weekend, man. You just watched that one a lot? That was the one that's on. Hey, okay. First of all, that one's my favorite one. Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Because it's the best one. Three's the best one. Okay. J.K. <laughs> Rowling over here. <laughs> Hermione has never mentioned to be white in all the books or whatever she said. Yeah. And all, all the <laughs> illustrations have her white. Like the illustrations okayed by J.K. Rowling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's another subject. Yeah. But, um... What are we even talking about? Oh, Harry Potter and Goblet of Fire. It's <laughs> the best on one. School of Rock. It's a great movie. <laughs> yeah, it, Mar- it's really funny. Miranda Cosgrove? What's yeah, her name? Very, she's in it. She's in it. Uh, iCarly, for all of you who don't know that name. The, um, the guy who is supposed to be the substitute teacher, I'm pretty sure he's a random guy who gets killed in one of the uh, Zombieland movies when it's like this zombie type, and then he's like in the bathroom or something. I didn't know that. Okay. Um, School of Rock is, it's really funny. I'm, I can't believe I hadn't seen it until now. And like, it's one of those movies, like it aired on Cartoon Network, but it's like, I don't know. It doesn't like, it is a kid's movie, I guess, but Isn't like PG 13. Is I, it PG? I don't know. It didn't it have a, a lot of it, like, release. It was a lot of like my type of humor. <laughs> like what? I love that movie. It's in the top 50. Yeah. It's got a, gr- a good, great soundtrack. I mean, obviously, it's very focused on music, believe it or not. Um, the the original songs in it are really good. And the I mean, they cover a lot of classic rock as well. That's always cool. It's good. Very good movie. Really like it. I love the part where, like, the principal comes in, like, you know, Miss So-and-So thinks she's hearing music in here. And he's like, oh, Miss So-and-So's hearing things, kid. You know what that means? Probably doing crack. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> That's right. There was someone. Oh, uh, Amy Sedaris is in this movie as the woman who finds out that the kids have left for the gig and yells like the kids are gone. <laughs> <laughs> so for all you Amy Sedaris fans out there, there you go. Um, then I so I talked briefly to you about this movie, Jimmy. I watched a movie called American Movie. That's literally the mm. title of the movie, American Movie. And I think this is something Jimmy would really like, but I think honestly anyone would like it. It's a documentary um, that focuses, and it's it's an actual documentary. It's real um, about the this guy who has this dream of making this short film called 
I can't remember what the short film is, but like partly partway through it, he just switches and decides to make something else. Like he decides to make a short film called Coven. And he says it's Coven, even though it's spelled Coven. And they talk about it in the movie. He calls it Coven. Um, but he he's he, uh, completely incompetent. He has, like, no money, and he has to, like, borrow from his family members. And he's kind of, like, he's kind of white trash. Um, but he's very, like, genuine, and he, like, is very passionate about it, even though he doesn't know what he's doing. But it, it leads to some really funny moments. Like, these interviews he has with the, with the uh, film crew, like... It, they don't they, they seem like th- like spinal tap it seems like because like spinal taps a mockumentary it seems like that but it's real it's hilarious and i want to watch it with jimmy because i like jimmy is is interested in making short films and stuff i think he would find it find get, oh, wow. get a hoot out of it you know a hoot yeah um and then yeah besides that watching south park and yeah i got windows working on my mac there been you go. playing some game. I play. I'm playing Black Mesa, the Half Life remake, and it's pretty good because it r- doesn't run on Mac. It runs on Windows. Oh, also for all you out there, the, all the Half Life games are free until April 1st to play, um, and so you have no excuse not to play my favorite video game series right now. You saving up for an Oculus Quest? No, I'm not. I'm too poor, Jimmy. Well, you said you were going. To. I mean, I'm saving up, but mostly for school. <laughs> No problem with that. Yeah. Anyway, Jimmy, what about you? What are you doing? I watched like a couple episodes of South Park. Mm-hmm. They're pretty good. Yeah, good episodes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm on the most recent season now. Nice. I think I'm on the second episode. So, yep. Yeah, That's so you've already encountered like ice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just watched the Mexican Joker one. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Um, That's about all I did this week. Like I said, I was busy. Okay. Cause I didn't, it's not like I was sitting around watching movies, not editing the podcast. Huh? So. Yeah. He was busy. We'll get, we'll get this episode up right away. Hopefully not right away, but hey. Monday, <laughs> no, Tuesday. not Monday, Tuesday. maybe Tuesday. We'll see. Okay. We'll get it up. Um, maybe if one, uh, maybe if another host of this podcast knew how to edit. Oh my God. I'll learn. I, I'm going to start editing at some point. I maybe I like. Maybe I need I'll, to set. I need to sit down. You know what and we learn. should do? Maybe we should do it on Thursday when we drive on the bus to no. Minneapolis. Well, you can we teach can, me, but let's upload this before then. And then we can uh, do it uh, together, huh? Mm-hmm. Let's upload mm-hmm. this before that, but you can mm-hmm. teach me on the bus. <laughs> yeah, I like how you said. Let's upload it together. You upload it before <laughs> before then. Yeah. Uh, but so that brings up we won't have an episode this next week because uh, me and Jimmy are going to be on tour with our band. We're in a we're in a band together, the Augie Band, the Augustana University Band. Not um, a, not a cool band. No, not a cool band. <laughs> the um, nerdy so, one. So we're gonna be away for a while. We're not gonna have time to see a movie or uh, record anything. But we'll be back the week after, and we Hopefully. I think. Yeah, I mean, I think so. Don't know why we wouldn't, Jimmy. <laughs> let's, let's end the episode. <laughs> um, birds of prey. Birds of prey. That's what we're gonna do when we come back. Hopefully. Yep. So. Okay. Cool. You done? Anything else? I don't think so. 
Give us a five-star review. Give well, us a recommendation. Look We're down at our, to our social medias. We're down to our last listener request for a gap week. So yeah, if you so give us a five-star review, your movie will be added to the queue. It should yeah. be coming up pretty quick. Yeah. We need those requests. We need those requests. Otherwise, we're just going to watch Sonic the Hedgehog multiple times. Oh, my gosh. Please. Uh, that's in two weeks. Please. Or three weeks. It's too soon. <laughs> All right. Adios, pantalones. Love you.